Good morning, and the conversation continues here on 94 WIP All Sports Radio as we ease on into WIP Sunday. My name's Peter Solomon. Before we begin, begin with our regular interviews, I have some things I need to say. This week, I interviewed the author of a new book, My Grandmother's Hands, which talked about racism and a whole lot more. And I received some correspondence from a listener who suggested I painted the people of Charlottesville, Virginia, with a very broad paintbrush by accusing them all of being racist. And as I thought about it, that may in fact be what happened. And if I did that, my apologies to the people of Charlottesville, Virginia. Certainly not everyone in Charlottesville is a racist. Charlottesville had the misfortune of being the site of the demonstration between white supremacists and some very good people. My apologies to Charlottesville. There are good people everywhere, and there are racists everywhere. We just have to be on guard when we encounter a racist. Now, when we come back in just a bit, the Ula boys. Ula, you say? Well, you'll find out in just a minute what that's all about. They have a new book. Ula about Ula, finding the balance. Finding the balance and a whole lot more here on 94 WIP. My name's Peter Solomon. It's WIP Sunday, the WIP time. 702. And we're back. It's WIP Sunday. My name's Peter Solomon, and I'm pleased to welcome back for a return visit. It's always a joy when people come back a second time. My guests, Troy Amadov and Dave Braun, the ULA guys. Good morning, gentlemen. Okay. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. What Thanks have you got? What, what have you guys been up to since your last visit with ULA for Women? Uh, we have been on a 1970s VW bus traveling state to state uh, collecting handwritten dreams, just meeting people, talking about life and how to have a life of more balance, one with less stress and greater purpose. Now, doing it in a VW bus has got to be a little nerve-wracking and crowded. <laughs> yeah, especially in Manhattan and L.A. rush hour traffic, but... It definitely attracts attention, and it definitely starts a conversation, and that's what this is all about. It really represents just freedom, too, and that's really what we're trying to say is that ULA is a life of less stress, more balance, and greater purpose, and there's not a vehicle on the planet that can show you that. Like, this this bus has a purpose behind it, and it's to show people that what is their dreams for their life and what would bring less stress, more balance, and greater purpose, and that's what the ULA life is. ULA standing for ULA LA, the wonderful life? Yeah, exactly, because that's what it feels like. We, it's a word we made up, um, and it's taken off on social media. People are using that hashtag all the time just to describe how it feels if, if you have enough money to pay the bills and you're feeling fit and energetic and your relationships are good and you have clear purpose and you're having joy and fun in life. Okay. In today's world, though, guys, it's hard to have those achievements. We have work, we have money, we have chaos in Washington, D.C. Um, and with the holidays approaching, there's turkeys to buy, presents to buy and wrap, family to see, some of whom you might not exactly like. How do you do it? Yeah, that, that's exactly it. Um, this all started because we, the subtitles of our book series are Find Balance in an Unbalanced World. And when you look at the statistics of the way we're going as a culture, uh, it's crazy. Uh, 53% of our marriages today end in divorce. 
Um, 55% of us every day wake up and drive to a job we can't stand. Debt is out of control. So everything you're mentioning is real. Um, toxicity, eight out of 10 of us keep a toxic relation, relationship in our lives. Everything you're mentioning is true, and I, and I believe that's why ULA is so sticky in the marketplace right now because people need it. People, everyone's going this way, and we're saying, hey, let's just back up and go a different direction. Let's find relationships that are good for you. Let's reduce the debt. Let's invest in our marriages. Dr. Dave from Stage um, just recently said, if you're not working on your marriage, you're working on your divorce. I mean, let's invest in the things that are important to get this under control so we can have an ULA life. And you said it perfectly, Peter, that we're coming up on those holidays where you're going to need a little extra money to get through the holidays. You're going to be most likely enduring some toxic family relationships if you have them, and you start start to plan for that. And that's, that's every listener out there is going, how are we going to save for Christmas? How are we going to you know, provide the Thanksgiving meal, travel, whatever we need to do, go deal with toxic relationships. And that, that is the essence of ULA is acknowledging that and saying, okay, there's these seven areas of life I need to balance and grow, which are fitness, finance, family, field, which is your career, faith, friends, and fun. And when we're coming in the holidays, there's two or three of those that are going to be challenged, taking time off work, traveling, money, dealing with family, friends that might be toxic or or family friends you haven't seen for a while. So when we're going into that, Ula is saying acknowledge that, have a plan for that, and just start to create that life where there's a little less stress going into those and coming stronger out the back end. How did we get in this pickle to begin with? Any theories? Excuse me? How did we get into this pickle to begin with? Do you have any theories about how we got so lost? I don't know. I think it's, it's just we've become a culture that can't delay gratification, and everything just seems to... And a, and a culture of comparison. And uh, that would be my opinion. It's just we're so busy looking at what other people are doing we, and just so busy in the day-to-day, we never step back and have long vision for life. And our values seem to be shifting um, to everything's immediate. Um, but this has been – we're actually right now at the Mall of America. We had a two-day event just talking about this in depth with people. And it, it, the people are hungry for it. I mean, I think I have a feeling that – the way the culture is, people feel this thing. They're, they feel out of balance. They, they know in, intuitively that this isn't right. Debt isn't right. Going to a job you hate isn't right. Keeping rela- relationships that are toxic in your life isn't right. Um, having no purpose isn't right. So I have hope, and that's what the bus does, by the way, when we're traveling the bus and talking to people who don't even know what it means, and, and we say, hey, what, is, what are the dreams you have? And we talk to them about having a life of greater balance. They're interested instantly. So... I think we're on the right path. What I found in my life here is that I met Dr. Troy 20 years ago, and he kind of guided me through this little life. And in my late 20s, I had a new life. I was married, kids, big house, great income, in shape, running marathons. And then Dr. Troy moved overseas. And when you ask, how does this happen to us? How it happened to me is I just kind of fell into seeing everybody leasing cars, having nicer cars. Um, There's... 2,000 extra calories around every corner, and just I basically bought into it. And I don't know if that's what other people are doing, but I just bought into it that I don't have to wait for it. I can have it now. I can buy it now. I can eat it now. Um, I can have fun now. I don't have to work on the, the depth of what life is. And then what happened is I found myself, like many people we talked to, like at this two-day event at Ulapuza or going to the bus, I found myself three to five years later 
at a place that I didn't know how I got there. And when I look back, I just drifted from staying really, really true to these ULA principles. And I just went down a path with everyone else. And when I was on the end of that, when I was going through a divorce and losing everything, ironically, a lot of the people around me and my friends were going through the same thing. So you just you just follow the crowds. It's really easy to follow the crowds, that 53%, that 55%, the, the 5 million more Americans who became obese last year, you follow those crowds. And then there has to be a point where you we call it a little the healthy level of disgust, where you just say, I'm done with this. I need something different. And those are the people that are joining Nula saying, you know what, I want a deeper purpose for my life. I want my finances better. I want to take care of my health and fitness. I want to give up that addiction, whatever it is. I want to go this direction. It interests me that you're at the Mall of the Americas because I've been there. And um, it's not a place where you're going to find many Ula moments. It's overstimulation plus. Yeah, it truly is. And, and we didn't see the mall. We were in like a, a venue for two days straight working on workbooks and working on life. But uh, it's just a convenient meeting spot for the Midwest for us. But I'm actually a Minnesota board kid. I retired in Phoenix it's young, but um, it's, it's fun coming home. Okay. You mentioned seven principles. Tell me about them. Yeah, the Many times in the world we're living in, people define success as money and business. Uh, in ULA, we have what are called the seven F's of ULA. And these are the areas, this is, ULA's redefining success. Instead of just winning at money and business, we want you to win in all seven of these key areas. And they're fitness, finance, family, field, which is your career, faith, friends, and fun. Okay. How do you do that, though? I mean, you're so wrapped up in the day-to-day survival. How do you take time? Yeah, you do it with intent. So actually what we did at this, what the book guides you through and what we did at this two-day event is you look at these seven areas and you set goals specifically for the next year, for 2018, in these seven areas. So what do I want for my health? What do I want for my personal finance? What do I want for my business? What do I want for my family? What do I want for my faith walk? What do I want for fun? Um, what do I want for friendships? Do I want new mentors or delete a toxic friend? You actually write them down in a way that you can be held accountable, in a way that, that you can achieve them, and the book will guide you through how to tactically set goals in a way you can achieve them. And then every day uh, at the end of the book, there are three simple steps. The third step is grabbing a simple three-by-five note card looking at what you want for your life, glancing at it, it takes about 30 seconds, and taking three action steps every day toward those main goals you want for your life. Feels like easier said than done. And let me explain what I mean. Let's, let's just take fitness for a minute. About last year, I had back surgery, and some of my bones in my back replaced with metal rods and screws. It's left me with chronic pain. How do I get fit with chronic pain that won't go away? Yeah, well, the, uh, fitness doesn't just mean physical fitness. It could, mean, I mean, it may mean nutritionally. Um, if if you have if you're having back issues, and I I don't know you personally, but if you can eat better to have a healthier um, body and spine, or if you could do some pool work, or you could talk to some specialists on how do I get fit with the condition I have. Um, the other part about ULA is. We're setting a guiding light in the distance of goals, but then life can life happens to all of us. Uh, you could have a fitness goal and then have an unexpected surgery, and you have to course correct. But 
be as fit as you can in the condition you're in. Um, many of the people we met with this weekend have their own physical challenges. And if they're setting fitness goals, they're like, where I am, that, that's step one. So we're talking about step three of like taking action. Step one is you have to acknowledge where you are in this moment. So we have people at first say, okay, in my fitness category, as I sit here today, how would I rank it? And in the back of the book, there's a set of questions that says, okay, this, and it's a one to 10 system. There's 10 questions, and this is where it is. And it may be low for you in this moment. It may be a two because of the back surgery. And then, then you say, okay, step two is where do I want to go? I'm not happy with how I feel physically because of this surgery. I want to go here. That's my goal and my dream. That's step two. And step three, what are the action steps I'm going to need to take to move me from where I am to where I want to go in this category? So for you, it may be talking to a physical therapist or talking to someone who does pool work or someone who does nutritional work. I don't know the situation, but, but that's exactly how this works. Is no matter where you are, you first have to acknowledge where you are. If Financially, it's the same way. If someone's bankrupt, that's a bad place to start, but you can't, you can't change what you don't acknowledge. So this is where I am financially, but I don't want to be here forever. That's where I want to go. That's step two. And step three are the action steps I need to take to make that happen. And you're listening to WIP Sunday here on 94 WIP All Sports Radio. My name's Peter Solomon. My guests this morning are the ULA guys, Troy Amidal and his partner in ULA, Dave Braun. They've got a new book out, ULA, Find the Balance in an Unbalanced World. Now, guys, I need you to stay with me. I've got to run a few commercials to pay the bills. We'll be back in just a bit. The WIP time. 616. And we're back. And again, before we get back to the ULA guys, I want to remind you one more time about Sunday, the 12th of November, the 19th century food tasting and demonstration with culinary expert Becky Diamond. Join Philadelphia's food, Victorian food expert Becky Diamond for a scintillating afternoon exploring 19th century food customs and recipes. Want to taste Mrs. Rohrer's chocolate cake? and want to taste Eliza Leslie's chocolate cake, chocolate puffs, and chocolate macaroons. Attention, chocoholics, this is for you. Check it out. The Ebenezer Maxwell Mansion in Germantown, 200 West Kalpahawken Street. Call 215-438-1861. 215-438-1861. And we're back with the Ula guys, Troy Amadula, and... Dave, Ron, guys, as you talk about planning your road to the ULA, I'm reminded of that old saying, man plans and God laughs. What do you think? Part of that statement is you have to plan. Uh, Otherwise, life's going to happen to you. And that's actually what we're finding when we're on the bus collecting dreams is no one's planning. They're just waking up, responding to their emails, Uh, doing the same tasks over and over again and waking up one day, usually it's about 40 or 50, and going, wait a minute, um, this isn't where I thought I'd be. So absolutely life happens. It happens to everyone. This is a process we've been doing for over 20 years. Really, the book series, Peter, is a process that turned into a book that describes the process. And um, part of that is that, yeah, we're going to have to course correct. This is a book that that people read every year. It's not a book you read once and set down. It's actually more of a, a guide, a guide to um, give people more balance and more purpose and to their unique goals. And that's something we haven't talked about yet that 
that we need to. Everyone seems to be uh, like in this lane of like if you have uh, two kids and a white picket fence and you make this much money and drive this kind of car, you'll be happy. And that's just not true. We're all we all have unique gifts and unique abilities and therefore unique dreams. And we want people to pursue those. And as you pursue those, you know things will happen. And as things happen, just never lose sight of the big dreams. Hmm. All right. Tell me with family, because you've got to see Uncle George, and Uncle George may have a little bit too much wine at Christmas and be inappropriate. How do you deal with something like that in the EULA context? Yeah, uh, what we talk about in that is you're talking about toxic relationships, relationships that just aren't good. And if you have that person, uh, especially families are incredibly uh, challenging. We talk about, you know, those those old CSI episodes where they go in a toxic environment and they put on this hazmat suit, this big bubble-looking suit with a mask that we say suit up, uh, meaning like you have to build a very healthy boundary. When you go in and your crazy drunk uncle is acting weird or you have that sister-in-law who gives you a a passive-aggressive smile or jabs you in just the right spot to make you feel less than, you have to let it hit that suit and bounce off. You can't let those, the gossip, the negativity, the straight-up anger in because if it does, it erodes at your self-worth and confidence. And that's that stat we were talking about, Peter, that eight out of ten of us keep toxic members in our life. And with friends, if you have a toxic friend, someone who's jabbing at you and they're passive-aggressive, telling you what you can't do and what you're not capable of, technology has made it easier because you could just block, unfollow, and delete. But with family members, it's more complicated because as you sit in in the Thanksgiving dinner, they're in the room, and just limit your exposure, just toxic the word toxic comes from a poison. Just treat it like a poison. Limit your exposure. Put on a suit so if the poison comes toward you, it bounces off and go in and out as quickly as you can. All right. Money. Money's another one that puzzles me because we can have all the money and save and be good and all that stuff, and suddenly the roof leaks or the car dies, and the money you've saved is bye-bye. What do you do? Yeah, money is really about healthy habits. And what you're talking about, the specific component that we teach you're talking about, is you have to have an emergency fund at all times. And I, you could almost call it a life fund because just life happens. Roofs leak, furnaces break, cars break down, tires blow. Uh, you, where we see what, what you don't want with money is money throws a family into crisis where all of a sudden you're fighting about money. In that statistic, uh, 53% of Americans – uh, their marriages end in divorce. In the 40s and 50s, it was because of infidelity. Today, it's because of money fights. So this money thing, getting money under control is a big deal. And what you're talking about is as simple as, gen- over time, sell stuff you don't use, pick up a little extra work, even throw your life out of balance for a season to work a few extra shifts to gain some financial security, to gain a lifetime in balance, to build up an emergency fund so when those things happen, it doesn't turn into a fight. But you're saving the money for a trip to Europe, and there goes the trip to Europe that you've been longing for. Absolutely, and that saving begins once you have that emergency fund fully funded. The emergency fund is just something that sits there, and you, it's not a trip to Europe's not an emergency. An emergency is no heat in Philadelphia. That's an emergency. 
So that is a fund that will just protect you. And I look at my emergency fund as something that protects me and my family from a crisis, from not from just like putting it on a credit card at, at 16% interest and just building a whole, and I'll have to carry that weight with me for as long as that debt sits there. So an emergency fund is almost like step one in a financial plan. Hmm. All right. Um, job. You want to tell the boss, shove it, but you can't do that. It's one of those same stats that 55% of people hate their job. So 55% of people want to tell their boss to shove it. And what we say is you have to, you, you want, we want everyone to have a job they love, but you have to have a plan to get there or it will throw that financial life out of crisis. When Dr. Troy is talking about finances, the interesting thing about that is he's the ULA guru for a reason, retired at 42, house in Arizona in the winter, in Minnesota, Lake Cabin in the summer, married, running Ironman, that whole thing. And his financial principles are super solid on, and having different funds. When I fall down in my 20s, I had that. When I got away from that and lost everything in my 30s, the reason I got everything back was to start following those plans again of having an emergency fund, having an account set up for a trip to Europe, whatever it is, and you just keep feeding those accounts. So that's very, very important information that if you aren't controlling your finances, they're going to control you. When it comes to a job, if you're in a job you can't stand, start planning to get out of that job, but don't plan on getting out of it tomorrow. Have a plan to get out of it in the next one year or two years where you can continue having financial stability for yourself and your family, but start to open up and look. Nowadays more, nowadays more than ever, with online, people can create online jobs, do stuff online, sell stuff online, whatever it is. There's multiple ways that you can create extra income for you and your family and bridge that into a job that you can have forever. And the other one that puzzles me a lot is faith. I'm one of these people that I would love to have faith and believe in God, but then I see all the bad stuff that happens in the world. And if there is a God, he's got a few things he needs to explain to me. How do you wrestle that- with that? Yeah, that it, it, this is in this book. When we wrote the first book, the first book um, was self-published. We just wrote it to tell a story because we were just a group of guys that wanted to redefine success and say, hey, it's good to win in business and money, but what about these other five areas, faith being one of them? And when Dave lost his ULA and got his ULA back, we, we shared it. And when this book went out, um, we had some people looking at it, and they said, hey, remove this faith part. And we're like, no. <laughs> um because you can't have a life that's rich and full, one that's balanced and growing an ULA life with six areas. This is something, because we've interviewed so many people and talked to so many people, and the people that are the most at peace and the most balanced have a faith component. We're not telling people what to believe or how to believe or who to believe, but you need to explore that category. So right where you are, Peter, is exactly that. It's like just explore that. Like, uh, what does that look like to you? What are some things I could do in this next year to to grow in this category? Uh, and that's, those are great questions. We find people, we find people, we're heading to South Carolina today to hop on the bus to drive down to Florida. We find people every day mad at God or just don't understand. And we're not, we're not teaching them. We're saying, well, have, have, have a belief in something bigger than yourself. What would that look like? What would that look like? There's a gal at the event she was at this event last year, totally mad at God. Her son was murdered, a teenage son who was murdered, and she's like, why would God allow that to happen? Me be- teaching a class, how am I going to tell her? I said, 
I don't know what that looks like. I, I Explore that. Explore every faith you want to explore, and then see if something resonates. See if something that can help. If you find something that can help you through this, not, not make you mad at God. And she came back this year with a strong faith. So I don't, she just explored it. And, and she found something that has given her great peace in a very painful process. Hmm. Maybe the answer to faith is the ability to accept. Exactly. It, it just accept that you're a, there's, a, there's a bigger game going on. Now, whatever, whatever discipline you do to, to make, so that makes sense in your world, that's what we're saying is like she had, because pain's going to happen. Like this, using this gal as an example, I mean, her son leaves one night, doesn't come home, and in the worst case scenario, he was murdered. Um, how how couldn't you be mad at God? How couldn't you want questions answered? And that's all we said is there's just find some something to believe in bigger than you that helps fill in these things, fill in the gaps of things that don't make sense. I I, I didn't have the answer for her. But she went and explored, and she came back, and she actually got on stage this this event and said, you know, I've accomplished this. I am now at peace with this. I'm still angry. I'm still pissed off. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, but I, I, I have this, I have this component in me that has peace, and faith has helped me do that. And you're listening to WIP Sunday here on 94 WIP All Sports Radio. My name's Peter Solomon. We're talking about finding balance in a very unbalanced world. We're talking with the Ula guys, their new book, Ula, Find Balance in an Unbalanced World, Seven Areas You Need to Balance and Grow to Live the Life of Your Dreams. The guys, Troy Amidal and Dave Braun. Guys, another commercial break. We'll be back in just a bit. The WIP time, 7.34. And we're back. It's WIP Sunday. My name's Peter Solomon. We're talking living the ULA life. ULA LA! The joyous life that is suggested by the new book, ULA, Find Balance in an Unbalanced World. The seven areas you need to balance and grow to live a life of your dreams. My name's Peter Solomon, and my guests are Troy Amidal and Dave Braun, authors of the book. Okay, guys, you can do all this stuff, map out your life. And then disaster happens, stuff you can't control. Probably some Ulaga people out there in California whose houses went up in smoke in the forest fires. Or Ula people down there in Houston, Texas, who got flooded out. How do you work with that stuff? This is going to happen. We, we talk so much in Ula about, uh, I mean, I did a whole segment on stage that if you're pursuing happy, like this life that's just happy where nothing happens, you're going to be miserable your whole life. And pursuing ULA is pursuing balance and growth in these seven areas, understanding that crap's going to happen all the time. And we don't know when it's going to happen. It might, it might be a bad diagnosis in three years. It might be a disaster to your house in next month. But in the reality is if you have to, you have to live life with faith, that is the faith. And you talked about having faith in the afterlife. We're talking about also having faith in life, like having faith that, hey, no matter what happens, we'll get through it. We'll be okay as a family, as an individual, whatever it is. But part of that is the planning process because if disaster happens and you have an emergency fund, you are financially secure, you have great relationships with your family members, you get through those disasters a lot better than the person next to you who doesn't have an emergency fund, has better relationships, no faith, no support group. So life is life and you don't, you have no control over that. And that's the you know, men plan, God laughs. And that's the part of it. Like stuff's going to happen is this random world of, of stuff that's going on. 
But going into this random world, it's you can be prepared as you want to be over time by starting to plan today and not planning in a year from now. The, the, one of the greatest things is the best time to plant an oak tree is today. Because if you don't have one, plant it today and you let that start to grow. Because when that disaster happens, and you know maybe it's in five years from now, 10 years from now, maybe it's next week, you're at least that much closer to planning to be able to get through that. How do you guys decide where you're going next? With the bus? Yep. Well, when it's cold, we go south. When it's warm, we go north. It's almost that simple, but it's a little more complex than that. We have our whole 2018 schedule planned. Um, right now, we're at a at a we're in Minnesota at the Mall of America. We just did a two day event, but the bus is actually in South Carolina, and we're flying out here in about a half hour. And we're heading to South Carolina. We're going to jump back on the bus, and we're going to take it all the way down South Carolina in Charleston into Florida, and then we're going to fly home, be with our family, keep our own lives in balance. So we fly back to Florida, jump back on the bus, then we drive it through Florida, down through Louisiana, up and through Atlanta for the winter months, and then we actually will be up in your area, um, I think, in the in the summer or the fall of 2018. Because Philadelphia needs you. I'll tell you that right now. It, you'd be, you'd be, you know, it's, it's like two things happen on the bus. It's like we drive this bus. Um, we don't sell anything on the bus. You can't buy a book out of the bus. We're literally giving people stickers and saying what area in your life needs more balance. Write a dream, stick it on our bus. And our bus has 17 layers of stickers now. And when you say Philadelphia needs it, I'm telling you the two things that happen. One, you have more hope in humanity than you've ever had. If you're, you're talking about a shooter in Las Vegas, houses burning in California, hurricanes hitting in, in Houston, and when you go city to city to city to city, it's amazing people with the same dreams we all have of, like, I want to get my family back together. I want to have a good family. I want to take care of my finances. But they're lost. The other thing that you see is you see a lot of lost people who with tears in their eyes say, you know, I, I just, I don't like my job. I'm not financially secure. I have a bad marriage. Um, and, but they all have that hope and that dream. And that's Ula is just providing that hope and saying, okay, where you are is where you are. It's not who you are. You're built for something greater than, than debt. And you're built for something greater than 50 pounds overweight. And you're built for something greater than a bad marriage for 40 years. So you have to acknowledge it and say, but it's going to take some work and start working on getting out of it. We, we love Philadelphia, by the way. We've actually had the bus there before. Um, it's just an amazing city. Um, I, I love that whole area. Um, and I love the Philly cheesesteak war that's going on <laughs> downtown and all the good stuff. But it's a great city where you are. Thank you. Um, this is book number three. Is there going to be a book number four? Yeah, um, there will be. And, but we're, we're actually going to take about probably a year, year and a half break on writing, and we're going to keep working the bus angle because we love that so much. I mean, we look at our lives. Dr. Troy talked about keeping our lives in Ula. Um, I, we, we love being on the bus. It's just meeting people at donut shops and coffee shops and cheesesteak shops and hanging out with them. And, and that, that's how you change the world. That's how you change America is the everyday people that – come up to the bus and say, I'm at this hardworking job and I need an emergency fund or I'm stressed out about this. That's how you change the world. That's how you change America. We always say, you know, it's like one city at a time. So we have Ula, Fine Balance, Unbalanced World, and then we have Ula, Fine Balance, Unbalanced World for women, which we wrote with a female author. And we captured the story of 42 ordinary women who've done extraordinary things in their life 
to, you know, balance out their finances or work through a marriage issue or get over guilt or whatever it is. And then the next book that came out is actually a revised edition of the initial one. So Ula Fine Balance, Unbalanced World, uh, that came out just a couple weeks ago. Um, it's at Barnes and Nobles everywhere, Costco, Rite Aids. Um, you can get on Amazon, ulalife.com. The book is everywhere. But that book is it's based on the original, but just after four or five years of teaching it, we revised it to make it better. Website? Ulalife.com, O-O-L-A-L-I-F-E.com. And what you're going to find on there is you're going to find it's a great resource to, to start looking for balance in your life. We have a thing on there called the Ula Wheel. And it's you answer some questions. It takes you like five minutes. It's free. You answer these questions. And this wheel, virtual wheel, shows you what areas of your life you're weak and gives you little clues on where you should start. You know, if your finances are a nine and your marriage is a three, you might want to start working on some things in your marriage, setting goals in there. If you fill out this wheel at life.com and your, your family's a nine and your finances are a three, you're going to start working on those areas and start to rebuild that. And it gives you, like I said, little clues on, like, Maybe I should have an emergency fund. I should have better insurance. I should get a better job. I should save for that trip for Europe under the category of fun that I can go on in two years. It'll, it'll clue you in on that. So that's such a great place for listeners to start. A question that may be personal, but I'm going to ask it anyway. How do you pay the bills? You can't be making money driving around in that bus, and let alone with the price of gas. Yeah, I mean, when you look at, like, the return on investment on the bus, it probably doesn't make a lot of sense, but... Uh, we're good. The, the books are everywhere. Um, Ula has become a lifestyle brand, um, literally selling hats and T-shirts by the tens of thousands and and different companies that we partner with. So that part of Ula is great. We're very grateful and fortunate on where that has gone. Uh, but, yeah, the bus the bus we do out of love. It's it, Love drives the bus and a little sweat and hard work and sometimes freezing because there's no air, no heat. But the bus is the bus is what we want to do. It's not, it doesn't make financial sense to do it, but it's what we want to do because like I said, 17 layers thick. Think of this. Think of the collective energy of 17 layers thick of dreams at this time going across the country. And if all those people that have committed to one thing, make a little change in their life for their family, their finances, that's how you make Philadelphia better. You're talking about Philadelphia needs the bus. That's how you make Philadelphia better is we come into that city and we collect Five to 10,000 people's dreams and five to 10,000 people say, I'm going to have an emergency fund in case there's an emergency in Philadelphia or in my life. I'm going to work on my marriage. That inspires the city. And that we're going to keep doing that. And, and like I said, it's not a financial thing. It's just a thing that makes sense, and it's what we want to do. Speaking of marriage, how do Mrs. Ula react, the Mrs. Ula react to all this? Uh, um, that would be me because I've been married 27 years to a gal I went to kindergarten with. And um, in 11th grade, I set a goal using these principles. In 11, I saw my dad working three jobs to provide for four kids. And I'm like, I don't want that plan. Um, and I set a goal to be debt-free and retired by 40. It took me until 42. But uh, we left We left cold Minnesota for sunny Phoenix winters. And, yeah, she didn't sign up for me being on the road. She thought we were going to sit by a pool with an umbrella drink, um, and I'm on a bus collecting dreams. But she is, uh, in our marriage, I'm her biggest fan. She's my biggest fan. So when she sees me light up about a project and she sees that Ula is actually having a positive impact on the world, she puts a seal of approval on it. So I have 10 days a month, (laughs) 10 days a month that we've agreed upon that I uh, have the freedom to hop on a bus 
and help people find more balance. And she's a huge supporter. Maybe that's what makes the marriage work. It is. It's like I, we talk about that all the time. So many people are scorekeeping like, hey, you went to the game on Thursday. I get to go out with my girls on Friday. Hey, you spent 40 bucks on on a whatever hunting gear, and I get to spend 40 bucks on a purse. It, it's not like that in our relationship. It's like, hey, baby, what can I get you? What what what, what lights you up? What I want to be your biggest fan and supporter. And, and in return, um, she looks at me and goes, I see what this, I see this is valuable. I see this is your passion. It doesn't make any sense to me, but I see that it gives you joy. Uh, let me support you. And she's just amazing that way. And then, therefore, I want to come home and say, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? That's true love. Congratulations. Thank you. And I want to say thank you to Troy Amidal and Dave Braun. There's two really remarkable gentlemen who are taking time and energy to change the world one dream at a time. The book? Hey, well, P- Peter, thank you, man. You're, you're, you're getting this word out there. This is our second time on your show, and we appreciate what you do. Well, thank tell, you. tell your publicist anytime. And All right. I, appreciate it, man. You're welcome. And I, the book again, ULA, Find Balance in an Unbalanced World. Seven areas you need to balance and grow to live the life of your dreams. Go forth and have a dream. And you've been listening to WIP Sunday here on 94 WIP All Sports Radio. My name's Peter Solomon. Stay tuned for Sports Talk with Sunny Hill. Always interesting and provocative discussion in the living room. I know I'll listening. I know I'll be listening. But before we go, I have one more guest. Um. She'll be with me in just a minute, so we'll be right back. And we're back, and if you're looking for something to do today, have I got the thing for you. To help you understand the possibility, I'm pleased to welcome here Gail Wieland. Gail is the director of Philadelphia Phila Musical. Good morning, Gail Wieland. Hi, Peter. How are you today? I'm fine. Gail, what is Philo Musical? Philo Musical Chorale is a group of about 60 singers. Um, in the Philadelphia area, from um, people from many different um, cultures, very diverse, and we sing in or choral music in order to entertain, engage, educate, and inspire our audiences. And you have a concert today, don't you? We do at the Parkway Central Library at 3.30 this afternoon, and it's called America, the Dream Goes On, Sing On. We intend it to be a patriotic sing-along in honor of our veterans and a little bit in honor of ourselves and where we're going next. That's a big question for this country. Where are we going next? But that's another discussion. Uh, Yes, it is. One of the reasons we put the program together because um, people right now need to sing together. We need to come together um, and celebrate our heritage um, in a way that we can right now um, even with all the difficult things that we're going through, people don't agree on our politics, um, and uh, it's a good time to come together. Um, Mark Twain said, patriotism is supporting your country all the time, and your government when it deserves it. And um, we're finding that um, the people that are meeting together and singing together, because this is a big audience participation concert, um, are enjoying the opportunity to express emotions, remind ourselves what's important, and rally our resolve while harmonizing together. And what are some of the things you're singing? Well, today's program is in honor of our veterans, 
and we will be doing some patriotic standards. Um, these are the ones that we learned when we were children. Um, things like America the Beautiful, This Land is Your Land. We move into a short section on our heritage of folk songs and how we sing those all together. Then the section honoring our veterans will be um, about uh, the songs and the hymns and the creeds of our five branches of uh, armed services. Um, and then we move into a section that I call a prayer for the care of our country and each other. A little bit of social justice issues um, following um, a rousing rendition of God Bless America. And God, please bless America. Yes, and, the really. and the concert is free, isn't it? The concert is free. Um, and very, very um, wonderful for families. We are an organization, our chorus, that treasures intergenerational music making. Children are in our audiences all the time and on our stage. In fact, we will feature two 12-year-olds singing and playing um, some folk songs and some patriotic songs. And I'd like to say thank you to Gail Whelan for telling us about this free event this Sunday afternoon, 3.30 in the afternoon at the main library. That's Check right. it out. Thanks Celebrate so America. My pleasure, Gail. Bye-bye. Bye. And it's been WIP Sunday. Nothing left to say, but see you soon.